Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. Oh, this new crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, holy shit, that was crazy. Welcome to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show, presented by TLR Coatings. We are wrapping up round six of the Lucas Oil. Halfway, halfway, I know. What, I was on? thinking about that the other day driving, and I got sad. I started to cry. Um, I had to sit in my truck for a little bit and compose myself. It's okay, we're getting like two two-week breaks coming up soon. Yeah, so. I noticed that. Then yeah. we have like uh, Red Bud. Then two-week break, Then two-week Mill break, Millville. And then after Washougal, there's a two-week break to Unadilla. Great. Great. So yeah. anyway, the wick, we went sand surfing this weekend. Um, so before we jump into all of that, make sure to follow us on Facebook. Uh, link down below. And uh, we uh, post all sorts of cool stuff there. Also, make sure to check out, we now have a podcast. So if you don't have time to watch this whole show, you can listen to us. In the headphones. That's, that's, yeah, that's headphones. Um, yeah, you can listen to us. We are on iTunes. We are on SoundCloud. I will try to get on more things, but I'm, you know, I'm busy. I ain't got time for all this shit all the time. So, um, but we are, we are there. So, uh, you can always listen to us on there. We are the Moto Aftermath Show. I will link those down below. Also, you can also get those through Facebook. I throw those links up too. Um, so see, just another reason to follow us on Facebook. Uh, please subscribe to the channel. We are building, 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 which is great. And, uh, yeah, so that's cool. Also, if you want to support the channel in a monetary way, there are more links down below for that. All sorts of Amazon, Patreon, everything. There's all sorts of stuff. Buy t-shirts. We have some, we will be posting some pics. We have matching tank tops for Red Bud. It's going to be hot. It's going to be gnarly. It's been hot for the last it's couple It's going to be awesome. It's really hot right now. So, anyway, um, yeah, so, uh, Southwick, sand surfing. I told you yesterday, I always feel like this track is super short, even though it's like a two-plus-minute lap time. It, for some reason to me, always feels I think it's just because short. everybody's wide open. I think so, too. And there's not, like, a lot of... It's like uh, an optics thing. Like, your brain jump. plays tricks on... Yeah, it's all natural. Yeah. Your brain plays tricks on you, because, like, you see them wide open, and you don't see a lot of airtime. You're like, oh, you know, it's got to be short because of that. And then you're like, oh, wait, it's fucking super deep, and you're not going anywhere. It's a 210 lap time. Well, shit. So, um, yeah. No, I uh, I mean, they didn't really make any changes. They made a little change in that one section. I don't know. Langston kept pointing it out, but... I they added more sand. The they added yeah. more sand. That was... Although... It, because it's Southwick, I mean, let's be real, it always breaks down the same. You know, huge pockets, gnarly rounded edge braking bumps, pretty much always the same thing, bermed out. But I will say the one thing I was really surprised with this year, and maybe just finally after years of blowing bikes and vapor locking shit, people finally figured it out. With as hot as it got, and we all saw this because Weege and GL were eluding this 102 with the, with the humidity, I was a little surprised more 250Fs didn't blow up. Yeah, me Not too. one factory bike, as I saw, from what I could see, blew up yesterday. Yep, and... Uh... You know what else I noticed? It didn't get as uh, as whooped out as normal. 
No, other than the elevations coming down yeah. and stuff, like where Tomac went down, it and no. which was, that was more breaking bumps. But I yeah. feel like in years past, not to go back and watch last year's motos because I have those recorded on the DVR. That there's more of those. It's just like more sand whoopy everywhere last year than yeah. it was this year. So I don't know. I think sure. it's because they added so much water before practice and the night before because they knew how hot it was going to mm -hmm. get. They didn't want to get in really silty sugar sand. Yep. I think it's just because everybody was burying it so much, it just pushed that top layer off. And then it just got really pocketed instead of rounded. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of because I know what you're saying and stuff. But, I mean, it's typical Southwick, just wide open. But, like I said, the biggest thing is more bikes didn't blow up. I was really surprised. I mean, like, it's not one factory bike I don't think blew up yesterday. No. Privateers did. Yeah. Because usually you're good for about one Geico bike, one pro circuit bike, and a handful of privateers. Now, we did see that there was a lot of dudes that didn't line up for the second motos, <laughs> which I don't blame well, them. Yeah, I wouldn't go out there to get fucking 36. No, there was a dude literally sitting in the middle of a right-hander for, like, a good seven laps, just kind of like... Yeah, I saw oh, him hey, sitting there watching, like, hey. I'm like, I was waiting for him to just, like, pull off. He's just, no, nah, I'm going to sit here, chill out in this corner. There's a little bit of shade. Yeah, just watch. I'm going to puke in Muhammad a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So, hmm. Yeah, that was interesting. It was. Super hot. It was yes. super hot here, too. Yeah, I'd probably say it was probably about the same there. Yeah. Yeah. Humidity might have been a little bit more here, but, yeah, that's... I'll be shocked if we, maybe other than Redbud next week, if we get a hotter round than that. 102 is hot. Redbud's not supposed to be that hot, though. Last no, I think it was 84 for a high. But I think with the humidity, it'll probably feel like 90. But, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think we'll see a I mean, 102 is hot for a national. Oh, yeah. That's gnarly, so, yeah. Yep, haven't seen that since back in the uh, Freestone days. Yeah, and that was just, like, death. Yeah, 100, <laughs> 120 degrees. Awesome. Yes. So, Kyle Cunningham getting IVs in between motos. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, cool. Anything else we want to nope. talk about before, okay, we get into, into, we're going to jump to 450s here then. It's 450 time. Travis had some notes today. Look at this shit, guys. Holy crap. I'm a professional. He used to do this last year, and then he just decided, oh, I'm just going to do the overalls. I'm a professional at this. <laughs> Where are your notes? I you fucking any. suck. I don't have any. They're up yeah, here. Yeah, fucking sucks. Is that a Jimmy D? Dude, well, let's start with uh, let's start with the lowest rung here, but the highlight of the day, fucking Robbie Marshall. Qualified fifth, bro. I don't even know what he got yesterday. 26th. He went 20-26 for 26th overall. Hell yeah, uh, Robbie Marshall. Well, local Chris Canning was running seventh most of that first moto, don't so. Don't give a shit. It's all about Robbie Marshall. Yeah, it'll be the only national he does this year, too. That's great, dude. He had his kid there, his wife mm -hmm. there. Dude's a legend, bro. A legend. Yeah, he'll be end up being like. Legend. He'll be like John Dowd and Doug Henry and Troy working on the track. Legend. Um, okay, so let's start with uh, that first 450 moto. Holy shit! Awesome. Good God, was that awesome? That was that had to have been one of the gnarliest battles I've seen in probably since the Stu RC days. I've never seen a 25 foot wide KTM, but holy shit! That was awesome. It was. That was gnarly. And finally, Eli was like, bro, I'm about to win this race. All right, here we Hold go. Hold my beer. Here we go. Hold and my the, beer. I don't think Eli went. drinks beer. Doesn't, yeah, really? he does. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, he okay. does. Okay. I heard it in an interview, actually. He was talking about, oh, I like to have a little Coors Light once in a while. No, of course he drinks Coors Light. Right? Yeah, of course he drinks yeah, Coors Light. Yeah, I don't Light. remember when it was I heard that, but I did hear that somewhere. I don't so. think you'll ever be more of a country person that lives in Colorado, of all places. You could, like, import him into, like, Arkansas, and he'd 
do five live in the Rockies, drink the Rockies. Anyways, so that moto, that was a great moto. That was uh, twenty-five yeah. foot wide KTM was absolutely impressive, dude. I need to buy one of those. You gotta do what you gotta I do, will man. Win every race, Bro. if I buy one of those. Here we go. Here we go. Every race, I will win if I. Buy is one. riding a wide bike not part of riding motocross? It, it is part of riding motocross. So uh, people need to stop being snowflakes. He was holding Eli up. No, he was. Yes, not. he was. No. Dude, here we go. You can't here hold somebody up for Where's 30 your minutes. Flag, you, fucking you can't hold Jesus somebody Christ. up for 30 minutes. We're the snowflakes. You're the French lover. Right you're the snowflake. I'm, I'm giving Marvin credit oh, because oh, I've, no- cause I've noticed on this show. Two. I've noticed on the show there that if I give Eli go. credit, all of a sudden I'm an Eli lover. Here if I diss him, I go. hate him. If I give Marvin credit, everybody hates me. But if I give don't give him credit, all of a sudden we hear the people. Like people need to figure out where they're gonna go with this. Like I feel like no matter who who we support here, you know, dude, Marvin did what he had to do. He. Ran the same pace as Eli for 30, uh, 30 minutes, probably. He ran the same pace that he held Eli up at. No. As he... soon as Eli got by him, he crashed because he couldn't hold that pace. No, dude. No. No. Yeah, Marv did crash. He did crash. Okay. Because he was pushing it. Yeah, because he was Eli pushing it. was fucking what did you three think? seconds to left faster. Was, yeah, what happened to We could just jump right into it. Like, what happened to him that second moto? Okay, yeah, so he, he can't run. So it proves my point that he can't run that pace for the whole fucking moto. So that's why I said that it didn't matter what Marv was doing. Eli was not going to run 212 every lap that first moto, or he would have crashed and Marv would have won both motos. It proves my point. Like, you can ride a wide bike in Supercross because of how narrow and there's no separation. But you can't ride a wide bike and that'd be the only reason you'd be faster than somebody for 30 damn minutes. Okay. All right, sure. Because if Marv would have been riding a wide bike and that, because this look is, how many times. This is just like last year when, oh, Marv is faster than him. Marv is faster than him in that second moto. As soon as Eli got by, what fucking happened? Marv fucking crashed. So did, did as he... soon as Eli gets by Marv, mm-hmm. Marv crashes. The only reason Marv didn't crash yesterday is because Eli ran away from him in the second moto and fucking Marv gave up. Yeah, and then what happened to Eli? Well, Eli crashed. Okay, so crashed. that was because he couldn't run that pace for 35 minutes. Oh, boy, a little mistake here. Two mistakes. Two bonehead mistakes. Okay, well, the first one was definitely a mistake. And even he's like, I don't know, I might have just touched front brake going over No, he just skipped the crop. He just skipped so the cross. The second one was more predicated on the fact that the first mistake happened because his clutch lever was bent. Oh, I here just we go. listened to the interview. Here we go. Here I we go. I just listened to the no, interview. No, it wasn't. It had nothing to do with the fact oh. that Eli was trying to gap out and pull even a gnarly oh, and put a God. stamp on it. Here we go. And this is why I do not like Eli fans. They have to give him every benefit of the doubt. Where's Andrew Geary when we need him? Because he's the guy that actually always got on their case. I'm sick and tired of people giving Eli every benefit of the doubt and not giving anybody else enough credit. Because this conversation would be completely different if this was Kenny beating Eli. Everybody would be like, oh, Kenny's the greatest. And everybody, like, Eli, you know, he's struggling and he's having a hard time. Does it, you know how hard it is to do what Marv did just to keep Eli behind him? Yeah, great, good. He did it awesome. So we're even on points on the day. So. There's no we. Here we, we go. There's no we. Are even on points There's no on we. The you can't be on the we because you're not an Eli supporter. Here we are. We. Did you pick Eli for a title we, this year? We, as in the Eli people here. Oh, the Eli people. Okay, all right. You are didn't pick Eli. Eli. You, you didn't know, pick Eli like for a title. We on the Zach train here. No, the Zach train is different because you've supported Zach for two years now and you've been. You've you've defended him at every turn. You How can't long have say, I supported Eli? You really? Did you pick Eli for a title this year? No, not Supercross or outdoors. 
You picked Baggett and Kenny, the same people as me. Baggett, yeah. That would have been me, like me during Supercross when Aaron was winning a bunch of races, me saying we, just because I support the kid and I believe in him, but I didn't. I picked Hill, and I never said we. I said, hey, Aaron's going to win the title, but I never said we. You can't be on the we thing when you didn't pick Eli for a title. That makes you sound like a bandwagon fan. Good. Maybe I am. But you can't we, be no we. No. We didn't lose any points. You didn't pick Eli for a title. This year. You Marv, picked Baggett. Marv got the overall, so the overall record of going 12-0 is gone. Marv beat us the second moto because we had a couple crashes. Oh. This was our first time this year. Oh, yeah. You know why? It's because he was riding over his head, and he couldn't sustain that pace for 35 minutes. Yep, I know. We only pulled, like, 15 seconds. And then what happened? Fucking 10 minutes. And then what happened? He crashed twice. Yeah, well, you know, shit happens. No, it happens because he can't run that pace. That proves the point that Eli... He can't run that pace. No. Marv can't run that pace. No. No one can run that pace. The only person in the world that can run that pace in sand is Jeffrey Hurling. Yes. 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 So Eli proved that once again, old Eli is going to show up every now and then, and it's fine because it's only happened one time this year. It's the only time he's left her well, a you know what? If old Eli shows up and we go 1-2 for second overall on the day and fucking we don't lose any points in the championship chase, then he can show up because it was awesome that first half of that second moment. No. We were fucking flying, bro. No, no, no. What, that's fucking not, flying. That's not what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is, is that old Eli still exists. This whole newfound, I'm going to be patient, I'm going to let things... No. Eli did exactly what I said he was going to do. He let his ego get the best of him. He was going to try to prove that that first moto was a fluke, and then he ended up on his head twice. Anybody that argues that is a moron. Well, that first moto was kind of a fluke. No, it wasn't a fluke. And we saw what happened as soon as he got by. Yeah. Marv so, oh, so, so, wait a minute. Did Eli go around Marv pretty quickly that first, that that uh, second moto? Did he go around Marv pretty quickly? That second moto. He went around him in less than five minutes. So what it is took this? him less than so, three laps to fucking spank it. So Marv how back. come he couldn't he get around him? Was like so got how the come baby he, powder so out? So how come he couldn't get around him that Bam. easy the first moto then? Bam. So how come he couldn't get around him that easy the first moto? Because then? Marv rode a twenty-five foot wide bike. Anybody who watched the race can see it. The so, second moto, Marv was just like, "Shit, this ain't gonna work." No, Marv actually shit. tried to fade wide out of him and shut the door, and Eli had a better drive coming out of the corner. Mm. So. So if Eli got around him that easy the second moto, then you know that must have meant it you know must have been that easy if the Marv just had moto. a teammate that could block for him, a la him and Dungey. Then you know what? KTM would still be winning. But you know what? They don't have that. Well, Dungey wouldn't have been close anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered. No. Marv wouldn't Marv wouldn't have been close that first moto had he not rode a 25-foot wide bike. Is riding a wide bike not part of riding motocross? I, I never said he didn't Here do it. Here we go. It's Dude, not he straight up he straight up hit Eli when he went by. Tried to block him so hard in the what, first when photo. He, when? When actually Eli got around him? Yeah. No, that's because Marv got loose as shit. Oh, boy. Here we go. He got loose on that corner. He did. But the other corners, he was... No, he was because just... if you watch every time he actually rode a wide bike and shut the door on him, he was perfectly in control of the bike. Marv almost hit the deck when he tried to do that. That's what Had nothing you, to do. That's what happens when you try to outride your own pace. Oh, my God. If he rode that way for 30 minutes, he wasn't outriding his own pace. If he ran that pace for 30 minutes, because what? it wasn't a whole 35 what lap, minutes. What lap times were they running? Uh, 2.14 and 2.15. No, 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 no. Eli ran a 2.14 on lap 7, and I think that he got around Barsha and Kenny on lap 4. And Amar's best was a 2.16, 2 or 2.6, no, not 2.16, 2.15, 2 or 2.15.1. And then they maintained that the whole entire time. So, you wanna sit, so what you want to sit here is tell, sit here and tell me that Marv wasn't holding him up, but in the second moto, in the second moto, after everybody's tired, beat to hell, the track is beat down, 
and Eli runs two 12s, two 13s, but in the first moto, they were only running 214, 215, 216. No, Mar no Then Mark wasn't holding them up. Eli ran then a 214 on lap seven. No, you're seven. fucking high. You're no, fucking they're high. No. There's no way. There's no way. The second moto, when the track's worse, and everyone's way tired, and he's running a 212, 213, 212, 213. But in the first moto, he could only run a 216 or 214 no, with him. No, he ran a 214 with him. But Mark wasn't holding him up. Nope, Marvel's holding him up. There was no way. There was no way. Marvel's, that was the pace Eli had. That was it. That was it. That was all he had. Except for, then he goes around Marv. Marv fucking loses control trying to block him. And then crashes because he can't run that pace. Okay. All right, cool, man. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about something. You else. do realize that the difference between being in a battle and having a clear track, the pace is completely different. <sighs> so Barsha oh my God. was in Here third. We go. Here we go. Three Here we three go. for just, third overall. It's okay, man. You but just, holy shit, how you, about the gap? It's okay, man. You can be an Eli. Mind the gap you here, can, bro. You can be an Eli fan, Look, and man, you can be on that bandwagon. Whenever you want to get on the bandwagon. So I'm not going to get on a bandwagon because I'm not a bandwagon fan. I'm not a bandwagon fan. Dude, I'm not a bandwagon fan. I'm not a bandwagon fan. So the viewers don't hate you. I'm not a bandwagon fan. We will welcome you with open arms. I'm not it's a totally bandwagon okay. fan. I'm not a bandwagon fan. Hey, we don't. Know I don't we're... jump on speaking just because of, uh, somebody's winning. Speaking of fans, though, where the hell's Matt? I don't know. I've been waiting for him to jump in and tell you to fuck off about Eli. But I mean, I'm just, no, that's not an objective opinion. Well, I, know, I just, but I'm just I, saying, just, I don't know where he's at. I'm, I just don't like it that nobody That'll can give anybody bad. credit other than Eli because I can guarantee you, if the Royal I will give you credit that Marv is the second fastest dude in the series. Yep. But but that is it. He's the second fastest dude. And he's also and got he two was... four. He's got two moto or well now three, but that one got handed to him. He's got two out of four wins leading up to that point over Eli. Straight up. So he's won three motos. Yes. How he won three motos. Eli's got nine? We're not disputing who okay. has more moto wins. All right, We're right. talking about the fact that Marv it's getting can really, run. It's getting really close. Marv can run Eli's pace on any given day. Really really yeah he can oh he can half of a lap oh what happened at high point half i seem to remember he ran him down half and a lap did, did high point first moto did he run him down and pass him and then the second moto he half pushed a him lap he can run eli did he run did he run did he run eli down the first moto answer the question no there's no way that answer eli the question is faster than him did this is did marv run eli down the first moto high point look, and pass man, him? all i'm saying did the second moto he we are about to win our second championship did he here. answer the question did he run him down the first moto and pass him? The real question is... Did he run him down the first moto and pass him? The real question is here. What's the real question? How pissed off do you think the Hurlings fans are going to be if Eli just straight spanks him both motos? You actually believe... You believe that Marv is as fast as Tony Cairoli when the last time that they've... No. So that's my point. So Hurlings is destroying Cairoli and Marv can run Eli's pace. By that logic, Hurlings will destroy Eli. Really? Well, Tell me how that makes sense, then. I'm pretty sure that they split wins at, what's it called last year? What's that? At uh, WW Ranch. Oh, and uh, I seem to remember Hurlings came from pretty much dead last, and then when he caught him, it was 15 seconds, dropped it down to 12, and then was inching away. And then the second moto, when they all were 1, 2, 3, uh, Hurlings and Cairoli dropped his ass by, oh, I don't know, uh, 28 seconds. I'm gonna and we're going two seconds a lot faster than him. I'm going to just fill you in on a little quote. Uh, it's from this famous guy named Dominic Toretto. And it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or Who won that overall that day? Winning's winning. Who won that overall that day? So Tomac won one. Who won the Hurlings overall that day? Won one. Who won the overall that day? 
Who won the Good overall that day? Who won the overall that day? Good to go. Who won the overall that day? I think we should just move on. I think Jeffrey Hurley's won. I think Jeffrey Hurley's won that overall. I think we should just move on from this conversation. Well, we're I mean, going nowhere. You're kind, you're kind of acting like a typical Tomac fan and ignoring the facts. The facts are they split wins. And who won the overall? Great. So awesome. what matters more? Marv won the overall yesterday what too. It was clearly not the fastest dude. But Hurling's was because Hurling's dropped Tomac's ass by 28 seconds straight up. And Tomac even said, no mas, no mas. I can't do it. I can't do it. Okay, great. I can't hang with them. They're too great. much. So at Redbud at those nations. When Hurling spanks his ass, this whole conversation will be over with. Ooh. I will stand by that. Ooh. Hurling's is better than Tomac. Oh, the comments are going to Plain and simple. Oh, God. Keep going. Plain and simple. I'll keep talking. We're going to get 200 comments on I'll this. I'll keep talking. Yeah. Tomac is going to get spanked. The only way Tomac beats Hurling straight up in a moto is if Hurling's has a broken damn collarbone and his broken ribs and can't shift the bike because his knee's blown out. Oh, boy. We're getting real deep into this. Holy shit. Cairoli is better than anybody that Tomac is racing right now. And I say right now because Kenny is obviously not 100%. Correct. So if Hurlings is ran down Cairoli a million damn times and beat him and ran him down by 12 seconds and a few times gone five seconds a lot faster than him on a hard pack track, what do you think Hurlings is going to do when he goes to Redbud when there's all that loamy base and those deep ruts? You know what I'm really worried about? I'm worried Hurlings is going to wad himself again before the year's over. We're not going to get to see this. Uh, no. That happened in practice, and uh, they've had the same amount of crashes this year. Uh, Hurlings has one, and it was in practice when it didn't matter, and then uh, Kyro or, uh, Tomac did it during a race when it did matter. Dude, I've watched some of these races of Hurlings. And guess what? Hurlings has won every one of them. Well, yes, but he gets fucking sick. He does, but, has the, but that's why, like I said, I'm worried that he's going to wad crash? himself. Did he crash? It's getting really close, dude. But did he crash? We all know he can't even handle a fucking 80 at a party. Did he crash? Not yet. So that's all that matters. Well, he did technically, but it was in practice. Yeah, when it didn't matter. something. Yeah, and it didn't matter. Well, I'm still nervous that it's going to happen. Nah. Okay. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Right. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. That dude's fucking iron. He's been off the bike for three weeks and came back and rode with broken collarbone and broken ribs. That dude's fucking iron. He's fucking... He missed, like, four fucking 250 titles. Yeah, and he also rode broke with... It. Yeah, and he also came back, rode with a broke collarbone and rode with a broken hand and a broken leg a couple times and still won races. Don't you worry. It's okay. It's okay. Hurlings will stop Tomac and then... You when this talk is a... about bandwagon? Holy shit. No. Dude, get off that This hurling. is not a bandwagon. This is just me seeing Hurlings as the best rider in the world. I've never said we, I've said hurlings. Now, if I said we, then it could be a bandwagon thing. But it'll be okay. I gotta replace that picture behind you. Oh, actually, we gotta swap. I have my Tomac over here, and then we're gonna put a hurlings picture over yeah, there. Yeah, you keep doing that. Because, the guy, I would put bandwagon with an arrow. No. When I say we, oh when boy. I say we, no then you can call me a bandwagon fan. Oh, boy. Just telling you. Oh, boy. Just All right, you. let's move on. So, Barsha, 3-3 three, three on the deck. He, dude, he got dropped. It's well, not, yeah, I know. There was a dude, insane gap to Barsha in third. <laughs> I mean, there's, I mean, they they straight dropped. He's everybody well, else. He's proving right now that it's Eli and Marv, and then it's him and everybody else. Yeah. I yep. mean, he's clearly better than you know Kenny and and Baggett and all them. So I mean, yep. So uh, Bogle came back, double hole shot. Good for him. So he said in his interview, "Well, I'm just trying to get JGR some love." Well, he, knew, he knew he couldn't run the pace, so it was great that he at least was like, fuck it, I'm going to hole shot it. Yeah, I, I really don't know what he's going to do the rest How of the year. How did you like the leg swag? <laughs> yeah, Double yeah, leg swag. That was awesome. If you haven't seen it, go back, watch the second moto when they show the whole shot replay. 
Bogle comes around the corner, gets the whole shot, takes both feet off the pegs, like, yeah, I'm out in front, and that was awesome. Uh, and they end up going, uh, what were they got there, 18-20 for 23rd overall, so, I mean, I guess for a yeah, not racing basically in a year. I don't think coming. I don't think coming back to that race as his first race back was probably the smartest. <sighs> probably not. So I mean, realistically, other than the Kenny and Eli battle yesterday, it was kind of boring. I mean, you, you, mean, Barsha, Mar you mean the Marv Eli? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Marv Eli. Um, yeah, because I mean, Barsha went three three, and there was a huge gap to him. Then there was a big gap. There, I mean, they were almost like after you got like the thirty seconds or plus whatever it was back to Barsha, then it was almost like fifteen seconds, fifteen seconds, fifteen. Well, did pretty good though. Eight nine. Yeah, that's that not was, bad. That Something was a to good return for him. He'll yep. probably do good at Red Body Likes there. I mean, yep. I don't, I don't think his cardio is. Ex well, granted, that wasn't once again the best uh, thing to base off your, you know, opinion. But yep. he should do pretty good at Red Body. I mean, I, ah, look. I mean, he's gonna come back at Red Body. He'll be top ten just because of off pure talent. I don't know what he's gonna finish overall, and then he get another break. I mean, I think it's conceivable that Webb gets a top five at some point this year. Yeah, I would say maybe. Yeah, maybe like Bud's Creek. Uh, I. I actually say Washugo more than anything. Really? Yeah, I'd say Washugo because uh, other than Marv, Eli, and Kenny, I really don't see Barsha. And even though Barsha's done well there, I don't see Barsha and Baggett really, you know, setting the world on fire. Yeah. So I think maybe Webb can get a top five there. But uh, hmm. I'm actually more impressed with Joey Crown. And that 29 is not indicative of how he was really riding yesterday. Yeah. He just got a shit start. Yeah. Joey Crown, 12th at second moto. Michigan locals, so that's yep. why we're talking about him. Yep. On a 350, first ever race uh, in the 450 class because he's normally a 250 kid. He rides up in Canada for the Redemption Club team. So 12th overall on a 350 is pretty damn good at Southwick. Mm -hmm. So I'll give the kid credit. Uh, Lorenzo Lacurcio, like... Uh, what do you get overall? I know he got seventh the second moto. Oh, uh, hold on. Um, Keep talking. I'll straight up privateer kid. I mean, it literally has the Curcio on the shrouds. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Somebody give that kid a ride because apparently he's proven that he's a better 450 rider than 250 rider. Um, but yeah, uh, credits. Lorenzo Lacrucio, 7-7 seven, seven for seventh overall. Oh, okay. Well, seventh overall. There you go. Somebody yeah. give it. If that kid keeps that up, I mean, he's. I mean, behind, right behind blows. I mean, yeah. So if that kid keeps continues to do that, uh, somebody's eventually got to give the kid a ride. Yep. So, um, yeah, and then not really what Phil had up yesterday. Uh, I think he was like, nah, Webb was eighth. I want to say Phil was like ninth. Yeah, he went 10 8 for ninth. Uh, I guess the last thing I got to get to before we go to the 250s, where are we at on Kenny right now? Um, I thought Kenny got fourth overall. I thought he got fourth the no, first. No, no, no. He was 5 5. Okay. I got him the first moto, too. Because, I, yeah, I thought he was going to get fourth, too. And then, nope. Where are we at on Kenny right now? I think that the uh, tendonitis in his hand is a lot worse than what he's really let on or anything. Mm -hmm. And he's having, I, th I think, and again, we don't have any inside information. This is just what I'm hearing from different places is he that's worse than we thought. It, uh, is hard for him to hold on, I believe. Oh, yeah, that's very apparent. And so, and I also think that they switched suspension uh, going into high point there, and they're still dialing that in. I mean, you got to remember that, yeah, I mean, and we've talked about this before, this is only his sixth race outdoors on Honda, yeah. uh, but I did feel like watching what we saw of him on, on the broadcast yesterday, I felt like that bike looked more planted mm -hmm. than any of the other bikes up front, including Tomac well, and Mars. It's just the Honda geometry. So, I, yeah, but I mean, dude, you saw all those guys going over bumps, and they were all over the place, and the Honda was just like... B -b 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 well, but you could it. clearly tell, though, I'm sitting there watching that first moto, and you know what? Normally I would get hyped when... Like, it wasn't like with... Uh, Thunder Valley and Glen Helen when he ripped the start I was like oh I'm sitting there watching him the first two laps and I'm just like man 
He didn't his face is super fire. off. His face is super off. I mean, he yeah. literally, like, granted, that's Kenny. He's just so smooth and methodical and stuff, and we can't, we say it at length all the time. But I'm just watching through corners. He's just, you know, dropping in the third, lugging through, dragging the clutch a little bit. And I'm just like, dude, like, this is just, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the real question is, is how long is his patience going to last? Because nobody really expected what he's done already. I mean, we kind of all expected by, like, last week into, like, this week of he would get to where he was at, yeah. like, Glen Helen and Thunder Valley type stuff as far as, like, leading for 20 minutes and mm -hmm. then fading a little bit. So how long is his patience going to last at this point? I mean, you, you got to think everybody who's close to him is in his ear like, dude, just keep riding. Like, you're going 5-5. Five, five. You haven't well, raced in a year. Like, I mean, you, we can't expect any more out of him. At and, this point, you and know? right now it looks like the best he's going to be able to do is get third in the points. I mean, yeah. Barsh had a little bit of a gap on him. But Barsh has clearly proven he's better than him. But I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I I'm not going to be upset if he doesn't get a win this year because I just wanted to get through a whole year healthy. Yep. But at some point, like it's like you said, it's going to be. He's not going to be okay with this. Like if this keeps going, like we're halfway in and stuff, and really the only track that I see him having a shot to do anything is Washougal. Yeah. I mean, I don't see... I mean, he kills it at Millville. We all know what he did in 16, but, I mean, these gnarly, just super-pocketed, cupped-up tracks, like, I don't... Like, Washougal is just all about throttle control, and we know how good Kenny is. Like, that's his M.O. Washougal's only track I could really see him actually even fighting for a win for the rest of the year. I just... I don't really know. I really don't know what he's going to do right now. I don't either, but I hope he keeps the patience, and I hope they keep in his ear and are just like, dude, just, just make it through the year. Just make it. That's mm -hmm. all we want. You, yep. you know, that, that's that got to be all Honda's telling him. Yeah. Because the millions of dollars they're paying him, it's better to have him out there going 5'5 five five than fucking staying on the side. Oh, I completely agree. Yeah. So, dude, just make it through the year, Kenny. Mm -hmm. If you, by some chance, miracle, see this. Mm -hmm. You have two supporters here. <laughs> they're just telling you. We want to see Dominic. Just finish. Dominance. I don't even care. Just go. Just finish in the top 10 all year. And we'll, we'll see you at A1. And then win those double titles next year in 19. Yeah. Yep. That's a thing. So, all right, cool. Anything else for 450s? No. Nope. No. Okay, cool. 250 time. So this was another... Uh, that was wild. Wild day here, I guess. Um... So, uh, Justin Cooper, Q1 again. This kid is, I mean, we say this weekend and week out, mm -hmm. but this kid is legit. Yeah, he's legit. Uh, once I think he figures out how to, like you say, not blow himself out the first moto, we might get an overall here. But we did, for the first weekend, see that he was on the struggle bus both motos. Yes, he was. He was on the struggle bus. Wad shit the first moto and caused the sexton to hit the ground. Yep. Luckily, nobody got hurt. And then the second moto, bad start and just went uh, nowhere. That's because it was hot out, I yes. think. So, and he, I don't think he's had to deal with that before. Well, and that was one of the things we were talking about. You know, he's comes in gung-ho, moved to California, grew up in New York, you know, never did the training down south thing. So, you know, how is he going to acclimate to this everyday grind and, you know, actually coming out in the hot races and stuff? And I think he melted. Yeah. I mean, 17-9 on the day for 15th overall. Which is not bad. I'm not saying no. it's not bad. It's, no, no. it's good. But comparative-wise to all the other rookies, that still was a good day. Yeah, we finally seen, like, hey, man. Like, Although the other rookies had better days yesterday than yes. that. But, yes. Um, and then Chase Sexton, Q4, so that was pretty good. Man, I just, you know, I don't... I'm 
You know what's funny? So you so you weren't here when I was listening to the interviews. They interviewed uh, Dan Bentley. Yep. And, team manager. Yeah, uh, team manager for Geico, and he actually said, you know, Chase is like. I've had to talk him off the ledge this year already. Like, he is just like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong and blah, blah, blah. And Dan's like, we're just behind him. Like, dude, look at your lap times. And yep. it's like, he, he's like, because he feels like he shouldn't, he feels like he doesn't belong and like he shouldn't, he doesn't deserve mm-hmm. what he's got in this ride. And we're like, dude, your lap times are great. You're just building, blah, 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 whatever. And he's like, yeah, but I should be beating J-Mart and all this stuff. And they're like, dude, J-Mart's 25 years old. He's won two titles. Like, if you're beating him, like, you would be like, Stu Carmichael status basically almost and they're like you're 17 years old 18 years old whatever the fuck it is now and they're like just calm down and when they show him his lap times he's like ah yeah I guess maybe uh." so I think what it was is he just came off that high during Supercross finally making it through his season you know he was on the box a few times and stuff battling for a win what was it it was A2 you know battling for that win in between you know Joey and AC and I think there's a lot of people got in his ear and it didn't get to him because that's not who Chase is he didn't get his high horse but he just he started to have different expectations but you know what I really think it is and we hear this different you know we hear this all the time from AC I think Chase is overworking himself during the week. That could be. I really do. Like, it be, wouldn't yeah. surprise me if we get to the end of the year and he finds out he has Epstein-Barr virus. You want to know who else I think is overworking himself? McAdoo. McAdoo, though, finally has been able to put three races together, or two races together. Yeah, at least he hasn't crashed yeah. out. So. A, well, yeah, well, well McAdoo crashed out, hurt himself. I think Cam's biggest problem is he just needs to be on a 450. He's just a big kid. Yeah, that could be, too. So, um, so, two, so the first moto there... McElrath. Holy shit. Wow. Talk about a fade game, dude. Yeah, but dude, that first lap, like, or no, those first two laps were like... Insane. Fast. That, I'm sitting there and I'm watching on the iPad and I'm like, and you see the battle between Fortner and Cooper and all those guys and I'm like, where's Shane at? Like, I'm thinking like Shane hit the deck and they missed it. Like, he tipped over in a corner and I'm like... Eight seconds. Where is Shane at? And they're like, oh, yeah, he's eight seconds. I'm like, what? Eight, two, eight seconds in two laps. I was like... Tomac. That's no, dude. That's like Carmichael shit. Like I don't think I've ever seen somebody in the like even Villapoto and Townley didn't do that back in the day. I don't think I've ever seen somebody in the 250 class in two laps pull eight seconds. Like that was insane. Yeah, that was gnarly. And then Fortner was just ripping. Dude, I mean, just ripping to the front. It it was kind of like inevitable. You saw it coming the whole race there. Of like he was going to the front. He was going there in a hurry. And you know, pulled off the moto win. Well, and I know that when I texted the group, like when he got out front, I'm like, oh, maybe Fortner's day. And then as they were closing in on like the 25 minute mark, when AP and A Martin AP, and I'm thinking, ooh, I shouldn't have said it that quickly. Were you on the same wavelength thinking that, okay, he's dropping anchor now, and maybe A Martin AP are pushing forward? And yeah, no, man, bit. like, no, dude, once they got to the last on to him, he just, he held her together. Yep. He was just like, I'm going to win this one, and he did. And I think that that was the Fortner we've been looking for, man. Yep. Like, that is a guy that we thought he was going to be this year when we when we did our preview show. We're like, hey, Fortner can get wins. And I know he's good at Southwick, but I definitely didn't think that was going to be the first track. And, I mean, dude, he was on a mission that first moto. How about that hair? <laughs> so, you all know it's funny. And, you again, you weren't here. This was before you got here. Him and Bloss have a bet that if he doesn't win an overall by next weekend, he has to shave his head. Mm, I don't think they'll be too great at his age. That's probably not the best thing. Like, you know, 
Whatever, he's, he's trying to. He's always trying to mac on chicks on social media, and I think me and Paul. I guess he's gonna do it with a shaved head. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't well, know if it's a full shave or if it's just like a buzz. Well, cut. we'll we'll get but. to that in our predictions for next week. But I don't know, man. Maybe he won't have to. I mean, with the way he rode that first moto, and then we just might as well get into it the second moto, dude. Should have won that second moto too. Fucking A mark, dude. Like what the hell, bro? Like just like you said, I wouldn't go as far as rookie move, but just bonsai in completely. And that was a rookie that. fucking move. Well, see what I think happened is, is that you know, Amar thought he had the line, he saw Fortner on the outside, and he yeah. was gonna anticipate he was gonna square off. But I think he saw Fortner like, okay, maybe he looks tired, just with his technique, his body language, and I think that he thought that Fortner was gonna shut off. And nope, Amar's just like, I'm just gonna plow in, and Fortner's like, what the hell, dude? Yeah. And and kudos to Fortner for not. What are you having the it? chance to say, dude, what are you doing? I was waiting for it. I even texted you. I was like, oh, here we go. They're and interviewing Fortner, him. And Fortner, of all people, like, we know how kind of, like, charismatic, but, out, you know, he's kind of outspoken. And he's no, man, credit to him, dude. Yeah, didn't, credit to him. Didn't, didn't badmouth him. But Amart, on the other hand, though, did you catch that interview? What the fuck was he trying to say? He was backtracking on the podium. Yeah, he was like, oh, I feel horrible about it. But, and you know, I, some uh, people do certain things, and I'm like, wait a minute. Did you just... Blame that on Fortner in, like, a, yeah. like a backhanded way? Like, what were you doing? I don't know, man. He was... The thing is, is I think he's... I think he's really trying to uh, pull off wins here because he doesn't have a deal for next year yet. And well, JGR sounds like they might be interested in Well, him. yeah, that's what I've heard is mm. they've been throwing some big dollar signs at mm. him. But still, it's like, dude, you... That was... Dude, I'm not backing off. That was a rookie move. That was stupid. That was a rookie move by a veteran yeah. to do that kind of dumb shit. Especially with however many minutes were left in the moto, that like, dude, you had time to get around. And when Fortner didn't get up and he was holding his head, I'm thinking, oh crap. Yeah, but he's not going down. So. Well, no, no. But what I'm saying though is, is that I'm sitting there when Fortner's not moving, yeah. and I'm thinking, dude, if like Amar just like knocked this kid unconscious, like, bro, you need to calm your shit. Poor, and, P poor PC. Uh, dude, I know, right? That's the just... only one that's doing anything for him, and he's not. Well, look at him. it. Two straight times, the first time with Joey, bite grenades, and then the second time they have a shot at getting a win, and Fortner gets blown off the track. Yep. So it's like, I mean, dude, but uh, speaking of Amart, I mean, dude, I don't I don't know where I stand on him right now. Like, I know that, you know, Mathis is on the troll train, and there's other people that are on this thing he can do it. Dude, with the way his last, what is it, six motos now? Yeah. I am not so sure if he has any shot at winning this title. I think... I think his best shot to win the title would just be to go out there and go 2-2 every single day. But but he doesn't want to. He wants to win, and it's like, dude, if you would just dungeon this and you would make sure you were on on the bot. Hell, mm -hmm. even if he was even if he was like top four every single moto, he'd win this title hands down. Because AP can't hold it together here. We're no. seeing that again. He's doing AP things of. Well, he's basically pulling a tomac of a couple years ago. Either he gets to start and wins. I'll go 1-1, one, one, and then I'll go fucking 6-9 yes. the next week, yeah. and the next week I'll go fucking 4-5. And, and then maybe I'll get a 1-1, one, one, yeah, and then I'll one, get a 1-1. One, one, one. Yeah, so it's like, oh, no, I don't. 10-7, and it's like, dude. Which I can't figure out. Like, I get it. Like, his starts are up and down. When he rips the start, he's gone. When he doesn't, he just lo gets locked into a pace. And I can't really figure it out, and I'm still going to continue to support him as being the title favorite. But right now, speaking about the Amart thing... Dude, we got some guys right now that are finally getting their shit together in mm -hmm. Frenchie, McElrath, Fortner, and that is not, like, I was looking at the points, and I'm, I know Cooper now technically is third since J-Mart's out, yeah. so you can't really count that. Points-wise, it doesn't say that, but I'm not going to count Cooper for this title. I know that he's fantastic yeah, in his first motos, no. but he can't put it together for two motos. With the way, Frenchie has no shot, but if Frenchie can start getting more wins, that's going to make it hard on everybody else, but McElrath and Fortner legit in the points right now have a shot mm -hmm. dude if these guys if 
it looks like now Shane finally has figured it out, like speed wise. And Fortner, we know, has the speed has always had. Dude, if I'm a, if I'm AP and A Mart right now, I'm looking at that going, oh boy, we need to start like separating ourselves from these guys because the last couple of motos have not been great. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if Frenchie starts getting wins yeah. and everybody else is like fighting for second and third, that's not going to cut it keeping those guys behind you. And I looked at it this yesterday. Amart's only 20 back now, I think. I think it's only about 20 points. Mm-hmm. Fortner and uh, McElrath are only 10 points from each other and four points down from Cooper. So I think this is another 25 to them. But if Amar and AP continue to keep doing this, like, dude, I, I don't know who this championship's going to go to. I still think AP because he's got such a dude, big guy. I, I still don't know at this point. I mean, you would think AP, but... I don't know. I'm not convinced. I, I mean, we're only halfway through, and he's got a how many point lead? 20, I think, on Amart. 20. I think yeah, it's 20 I'm points. Not, I'm not convinced at all, then. Well, so right now, since we are at the halfway point, out of all these guys, who would you give the favorite to? Because I can't say Amart, dude. I can't. I, I really can't. I, I don't have any favorites, to be really honest with you. If you were to the favorites are all gone. No, I, I, dude, I really can't. I can't. I can't say anything. I, I, think I don't it. know. Because, I mean, dude, you got Shane, you got fucking Amart, you have AP, Fortner. you have Forkner, you have... This Cooper kid, if everything else falls apart and he fucking continues to do what he's doing, which is qualify first, fucking get a good first moto and a halfway decent second moto, I mean, dude, he could get... I mean, we saw it. We, I mean, think about last week. If fucking Amart doesn't wad up twice last week, mm-hmm. he has... He's only 10 points down instead of 29 going mm-hmm. into Southwick. So it's like... I mean, dude, there's huge swings in the 250 class oh, every yeah. single week. So, I mean, I'm really not counting any of those guys out. And then you have, like you said, Fernandez, who doesn't really have a shot at the title, but he can get in there. But and if he starts shit up wins, everyone else, yeah. So it's like, which right dude, now, I don't know. <laughs> which right now, I would say Frenchy's speed, he's faster than anybody. Like, I'm way, if he's been doing this the last couple of motos from bad starts, what do you think is going to happen if he gets a start? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, I think if he rips the hole yesterday in that second moto at Southwick, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like the fact, especially that first moto coming from as far back as he did. I think he came from like tenth or eleventh or something to fourth. Yep. I mean, dude, he was buried, and at one point he was way behind AP and just drops him. I mean, dude, like you said, he's out of the point. I think he's, I think he's like twelfth of the points right now, but yeah. he's like almost a hundred down. So yeah. it's like it's not even possible. But if he continues to get wins, that's gonna screw shit up for everybody else. Yep. And that I don't know, dude. But I think right now, even though I think AP's still gonna win the title, I think I would have to give because of Fortner's speed. Fortner's gotta be the one I think everybody's gotta be worried about. Mm-hmm. Because if he finally looks like yesterday until Amart decided to be a bonehead, finally has gotten the shit figured out where the last couple rounds, like he, you know, he did get a high point and stuff, but if he's finally figured it out how to just relax, which it looks like he was doing that second motor. He was not riding erratic. wasn't burying himself into the ground. I mean, dude, if you're fifth in the points and you're only 30-some back, I mean, <laughs> dude, I don't know. I don't know. And AP, I mean, that second moto. My guy Mitchell caught him from 10 seconds down. Yeah. That second moto. And then was only a second back from Joey. Like, bro, what? I, I don't know what is happening with him. Like, I don't get this with him. Dude, is, is Savachi still like a huge like what the hell's going on thing with you i still believe that he just doesn't care anymore i just don't think so i think that that... you think he's got a deal signed already for next year for his 450 deal i really do i think that you think he's going to cali for one year uh i think he'll go to cali for one year and it'll be in a performance-based contract yes oh yeah but uh i he doesn't he i I will straight up tell you he does have a multi-year deal because fucking uh ac's going there in 20 no man i think he goes to honda 
I still think AC goes to Honda. I really do. I'll stand by that. I don't have any... I hope he goes to Honda, because that'll make me super happy, because then I'm going to basically just paint myself red. Well, AC and Eli but... apparently don't get along. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So I think that that's going to be... Um, that probably, yeah, is a big thing. If they don't get along, and then obviously you can't... So I have, I'm just... I don't know. We'll get into that. But, uh, I, thing, but... I'll say with Savachi... We're getting to the same point this time of year last year where he pulled the where he flipped the switch. But I think really what it was, and this is gonna sound ridiculous, I think with how his first couple motos went, and then finally having a shot to win, and then the bike blowing up, I dude, I think he's just over it. I think he's just thinking that there everything is going wrong this year. Supercross and outdoors. And some of it is by his own doing, mm -hmm. but some of the other stuff has nothing to do with him. He just had bad luck. And I think that he's just over it at this point. I think he's one of those guys that's just like, hey, man, I want to get on the 450. I'm over yeah. it. I'm over this 250 thing. And because uh, he's clearly not riding like he was last year. No. No. So no, he's got he's not riding like he has for the last couple of years. And it's like, hmm. which you would think that even with Joey, some of the blunders that he does with J-Mart and Zacho going out, that he would have been instantly the title favorite. You would think. But now he's nowhere in the picture. So I just think that he just, I, I don't know. I don't want to say that he doesn't care anymore, but I'm just thinking that he's just mentally drained at this point, which I don't blame him. Really don't. This year has gone to shit. Oh, yeah. For his Horrible. standards. Horrible. So um, Jimmy D. Jimmy D came back 2035 and got sent back real quick. That uh, rip bad was not ripping. Super uh, bad. But the second moto, he like punched a hole in his radiator hose, is what I heard. Okay. Okay. And so it was leaking coolant. So they were trying to get him in the pits, and then he didn't come in the pits, and then he finally did come in the pits, and it was a huge fiasco, is what I heard. Uh, so, uh, so I guess another. So here's a here's a good question for you: Is JGR ever gonna put together a team that does anything? Just 250 and 450, or just, yes? Um, oh. Are you talking about winning championships? I'm talking about anything. Like, well, even that... being a title favorite. I mean, dude, you're talking about a privately owned team that's got mm -hmm. millions and millions and millions of dollars, supposedly, and they can never buy a dude that well, does anything or put a bike under a dude to do anything. If they couldn't do it with James Stewart when the bike wasn't good enough, I don't I think know. they'll ever do it. I mean, because let, let's be real, I think that that is the biggest thing, and I will. I think that it's a just, uh, it's an organizational thing. Like, everybody thinks, oh, they got all these millions of dollars, and they got the NASCAR headquarters, and they just got infinite amount of opportunities to different things. But, man, I just, I don't think so. I really do. And I, I mean, th I think that they're doing as good as they're going to ever do. Like I said, if you can't do it, if you couldn't have done it with Stu in his prime because the bike was shit, you're never going to find somebody that's going to do it now. Yeah. So, I mean, no, they'll probably never compete with Cowie and Honda and Yamaha and KTM. Like, they're, like, on the same par as uh, Rocky Mountain and Moto Concepts yeah. and stuff like that. I know it really pisses me off. I was all pumped up to talk a bunch of shit about Hill finally settling into where he was actually supposed to be. And then I found out that he actually got, like, some huge puncture in his arm the first moto. Lost oh, all feeling that. in it. Oh. And they end up taking him to the hospital. He didn't, I guess he didn't even race second moto. No, he didn't. they end up taking him to the hospital because they thought he had, like, nerve damage or something. But then when he was there, I guess he uh, got some feeling back in it and he's okay. But, oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah, I, I was sad because I was already talking a bunch of shit about it. See, just being a dick. Yeah. Well, let's be real, though. We knew that Hill wasn't going to do good at Southwick. It is yeah. not even a track thing. It's a sand thing. Sand thing. Yeah. We know he's not. He... Dude, growing up in a... Uh, well, I'm not going to talk shit about it right now because he got a puncture in his arm. And, uh, I, and you know what? He actually qualified better than I thought he did. I think he qualified ninth. And I didn't even yeah, think he was going to be in the top ten. He qualified good. Um, but yeah, as for the 250s, uh, McAdoo had a pretty good, decent day. Yeah. Um, Colt Nichols is surprisingly getting better. 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 Yeah. Um, I think Mosman had a pretty good moto, the second moto. I think yeah, actually, they were all in, like, the top 10, 11. Yeah, because uh, it was kind of Mitchell, and then, like, there was a group of five or six. 
Because I think behind Mitchell, you had Moseman, Cantrell, McAdoo, Cooper, Sexton, and yeah, Nichols. Yeah, so you had Nichols went 8-8 for 6, Fortner went 120 for 7th, Sexton went 5-14 for 8th, Harrison went 15-6 for 9th, uh, Moseman went 10-11 for 10th, McAdoo 9-13 for 11th, Jordan Bailey went 13-10 for 12th. He did good, that Sakamoto. Yeah, Smith 12-12 for 13th, Savachi 32-5 for 14th, Cooper 17-9 for 15th, Cantrell 11-15 for 16th, yep. so... But, uh, yeah, Colts, Colts doing better. I expect some, uh, I think he's going to keep gaining momentum and confidence, and I think he should probably do pretty well come Washougal. Um, yep. But, yeah, man, this 250 class is just super open. up and down. Wide super open. up and down. I did... Dude, I've, I've never been at a halfway point of a series in a class and literally had no idea. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't either. I, I, think, I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you what was going to happen. So, all right. Let's wrap this up, though. Uh, winners for Red Bud. Go. Uh, man. You go first because I got to think about it. Um, I am going to stick with Tomac's going to go 1-1. <laughs> okay. What do you think? He didn't go 1-1 one, one at Southwick, so what, all of a sudden he's going to go 1-1. He hasn't gone 1-1 one, one in how many weeks now? Three. So three weeks he hasn't gone 1-1, one, one, but you're going to continue to say he's going to go 1-1. One, one. Like it's kind of like you with Zach Osborne. You continue to think he's going to win, even when he didn't win. I feel like he's pretty good at Redbud, man. See, you know what? Hold on a second. This is not going to sound a big argument. It's funny that you say that, and we have this idea that Eli's really good at Redbud. Do you realize that he's only won at Redbud twice? He won one time in 13, that year that he won the championship, and, last and then year. he won last year. He's never he's never won at Red Bud, even a moto up to that point. Well, see, I would say Kenny, but I don't feel like Kenny's in shape to do that. Maybe, maybe Barsha, so maybe... So you're not even going to give Marv any credit for that, considering he's been the only guy that's beat Eli? If you do not say that Marv has a better shot than either of those guys, you are really hating on him right now. Because he's the only one that's beat Eli. So what, do you think anybody else is going to beat him all of a sudden? I don't disagree with the fact that, that Eli can go 1-1 one, one at, at Redbud. He can go 1-1 one, one anywhere in the world. But it's the fact that you're just not going to say Marv. <laughs> what did Marv do last year, Redbud? He was running with a blown-out knee, remember? Oh, yeah. And I think third. he got second that second. No, he got third the second moto. Ando got second because he took out Baggett. So, yeah, so I, yeah, no, I'm still going to go with Eli. It's going to go 1-1. One, one, right. I would say Barsha, but, man, I feel like Barsha is just too far off the pace. So what's Marvin going to do then? 2-2. Two, two. But, I mean, is he going to be close? Wait a minute. You just said 2-2, but you said Barsha possibly. Like, I'm confused. Well, no, no, no. See, I I would love to say that Barsha was going to pull wing because Barsha is actually good at Redbud. We've well, seen it. Duh, he, yeah. Like, in 15, he's won there before. he won. Uh, he's won there at Redbud, too. But but I feel like he's too far off pace with those two. Okay. So those two are going to push pace and be way out front, you know, and it may be a situation of, like we saw yesterday, where everybody's kind of like 15 seconds apart. You got Eli, 15 seconds to Mar, 15 seconds... <laughs> But, you know, who knows? 15 seconds? He's going to beat Mar by 15 seconds on a non-sand track. I don't feel like Redbud is that technical of a track like fucking Muddy Creek or High Point was. No, it just gets super deep ruts with gnarly G-Ops that Mar so, can float through them. So I feel like you can float the outsides at Redbud pretty hard, okay. and Eli's going to do that. Okay. That's what I think. All right, man. So anyway... So Eli's going to go 1-1. Mm -hmm. And then I think in, oh, God, 250. Oh, boy, here we go. 250 class. Uh, I think, well, I got to say, by the way, it's been going. I'm going to say Fortner and Ferranda split. Okay. 
I'm going to say Forkner wins the first one because Fernandez can't ride the first moto for shit, apparently, this year. And Fernandez wins the second one. But God help everybody if he gets to start the first moto. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, I'd love to say that Sexton's going to do something. I would love it. What I would love to see. Forkner and Sexton battle. A Forkner, Sexton, Harrison. One, oh, my two, God. Dude, that oh. would be kids from up oh, there, Holy crap, that would be epic. Oh, be awesome. This would be like the super mini days in 2012 all over again. Is, uh, crown racing? No, I think they go oh, back shit. to Canada. Well, no offense to Joey now, and then you'd have to throw Josh Osby in there. No offense to yeah. Joey and Josh, they're not on that level. Yeah, well, no. No, 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 I wasn't gonna say that. Oh, Joey doing well, yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. gonna say, you know, I do well. well anyway, but yeah, no, I would love to see that. I would love to see Sexton, Forkner, Harrison, one, two, three, mm. both motos. Doesn't matter who finishes where. Yep. Not just that. you get all the kids from that area who we've watched grow yep. up riding yep. there fast. I love it. But I don't think it's going to be that way. Like I said, I think Forkner's going to get the first one, and I think Frenchie's going to get the second one, and I think probably if Amar doesn't pull a bonehead rookie move, probably Fortner's going to get the overall because he's going to have a better mm. second moto than Frenchie does the first moto the way it's been going, but mm. who knows? You know, it's hard to tell. So, okay, your turn. Uh, for Vindy class, I think it'll go Marvin and Eli want, will split wins, and Eli will probably get the overall because he'll end up winning the second moto. Um, but I will say that I don't think he's going to win, but if Barsha rips a whole shot at Redbud... Dude, he's going to make a hell on everybody else. Like, because even in 16 and 17, when he was having down years, he just gets up for it. It's the patriotism of it all. He just, he's, he loves Red Bud. He loves the dirt, you know, loves the booters and stuff. So if Barsha gets a start, either moto, I'm not going to say he's going to win, but I will say that it will probably be the closest those guys will be to Marvin Eli all year. Because okay. I just feel that Barsha will, it'll be like MX Nations if he gets picked. He'll rag down himself into the ground and try to get a win to Red Bud. It's just his thing. So I think Marvin Eli split wins. Too many class. I think I would almost have to say the same thing. Frenchie and Fortner. I think that they'll probably split wins. But Amart is going to want to avenge last year's second moto from what happened last year when he was leading for a good 25 minutes and then just knifed it before the rollers. But I just think with the way Frenchie and Fortner, with the way Frenchie's riding and then with the way Fortner, if he continues this, I just think that, man, it, I don't know. I feel that they got the confidence over everybody else. But I will say, speaking of Mitchell, Watch out for my boy Mitchell because he's gonna wanna he's wanna prove last year that second moto getting second and being oh so close to making something happen on Zacco at the end. Do not get shocked if Mitchell gets a start and he wins a race. When you shock me at all? If he well, I'm not saying you because oh. you know you know how good Mitchell right. really is. You know how good Mitchell is, but I'm talking about everybody else that doesn't that may watch the show and doesn't really know much about Mitchell. He's building, he's building. Redbud's his home track, even though he doesn't he hasn't lived in Michigan in a long time. That kid will have the confidence of the world, and he will be so amped up. Now, maybe he wins the moto, and then he drains himself for the second moto. I don't care. But don't be surprised if he has a shot at winning a moto or even getting on the box because he's going to come in swinging. Yep. So, all right, cool. Well, wait a minute. What does oh. AP do? What does AP do? Because we didn't even say anything about AP. Because he is good at Red Bud. 5-5? Five, 5-5. Five. Five, five. Five, five. So if Amar beats him, then that will be another... Because we're assuming that Amar's going to be on the podium, right? No matter what. Yeah. So if AP goes 5-5... he wads himself. <laughs> well, the biggest thing with AP is I don't think he got over the leap one time last year. And that is, well, he is the biggest kid in the class on the 250. That's true. So if he doesn't get over the leap, that's going to be an issue. But I don't think... It, how many guys in the 250 class jumped the leap last J-Mart, year consistently, though? J-Mart, J Zacho, Mitchell. I didn't think anybody was jumping it, really. Because last year was the first year of the new one, and they had that right-hander. Yeah, well, consistently, no, not everybody was doing it every lap, but if you want to say, you know, 85% of the time, uh, Mitchell, Zacho, J-Mart, 
and Amar. They're about the only ones. AC, I think, got it over like three times, but he's just a gorilla. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, so if that's the case, if AP does go 5 5, because I don't know if I can argue with that with the way he's rode the last two weeks, um, and Amar gets on the podium, that's, you know, six points we're going into the break. And then going to Millville of all places. Oh my God, Amar could have the points. Amar could have the See, Mathis will not shut up the whole entire time. Troll train. Troll train. So, all right, cool. Well, this has been another episode of the Motor Aftermath Show presented by TLR Coding. Like I said, make sure to follow us on Facebook. Make sure to subscribe. Look us up on iTunes and SoundCloud if you want to listen to the podcast instead of watch this. And we will see everybody next week doing the show. Red Bud! From Red Bud in front of the Honda truck. So, Honda, if you're watching this somehow, we're going to stand in front of your truck and film a show. Just an FYI. Hope you're okay with that. Maybe take home a 450. I mean, no, I did not just say that. Anyway, deal with it. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we will see everybody next week after Red Bud. Life and death, death decisions here. We're pretty much are. We're talking moto. Yeah. <laughs> Pictures. Yeah, well, we're at fucking Red Bus for next year. That'd be great, right? Gotta get a picture of Kenny up there. Yeah! I'm pretty on it. Yeah, I want to see about getting an actual backdrop, too, as opposed to the sheet. Maybe something with just the logo. All right, get into this. Scene, uh, scene, scene three, take one, three, two, one, and...